What's the Crack Podcast, proudly sponsored by JMR Property Maintenance. From rewires to extension builds, JMR have it covered. Contact them today for a free, no obligations quote. Good evening and welcome back to What's the Crack Podcast. I'm joining again with my co-host Neil. How are you, mate? Good, David, mate. How are you, pal? All good, thank you. And today we're joined by Colm Nugent. Colm, how are you, mate? I'm good, lads. I'm good. How are you, how are you both keeping? All Doing good. Well? Good. Nugent, it's good to see your face, mate. It's good to see your face. It's good to see both of you. It's, as I say, you're both, um, I think, obviously, in a world now where it's full of podcasts and different things, I think you two have, it's been, it's been really good. Listen to a few already, you know, and... Um, yeah, he's both smashing it, both doing really well. So it's fair, fair play to us. It's really sure, good. I appreciate that, mate. And some people may know, may not know. Me and Nuge know each other personally. That uh, this is David and Colin's first time meeting. They'll they'll have a little Irish loving at some point. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Uh, I'm I'm sure. But uh, apologies now for any in jokes that get thrown in. Uh, <laughs> the way. We, we, oh, we, we, we'll try our best to kind of uh, keep you in the loop. That's it. I've seen a few. Seen a few of the. Um, the, the the tweets and the videos already and i've just been yeah i've been stitched stitched up already so yeah to, uh, to be fair I, I got sent a gift for you dancing outside heat mate and i got told to post it so i had to do it didn't i oh, dang, that's, <laughs> that's the biggest one there as well oh god yeah i can't remember that night at all but mate, we, we've all been at four o'clock in the morning where's open heat go on let's go we've all been there it's, it's not even that i think it's the jeans as well i don't know what i'm wearing <laughs> holes cut through them and it's just a different different level there. I don't know what I'm thinking, but to, to be yeah, fair, that that video has flew through the Triumph WhatsApp group on a few occasions. Fantastic, uh, that's great. I, I, I had to dig that one out. Uh, <laughs> shout out Dude. Nick Walker for, for for that one. Yeah, I'm sure it would have been him. Yeah, awful. Colin, with all I guess, mate, we'd like to go straight back to the start. What was the first cov game you ever went to? Yeah, so I've got I've got sort of. Know, set the seeds already. I've got to, I've got to sort of say this and admit, admit it. But very, very early on, United, United fan early, early doors. Okay. Yeah. Just, I need to, I just need to admit it. Like, you know, <laughs> just, just get it out there. I uh, just need to get it out there. Like, it will come out eventually. But yeah, very, very, very early doors. I was, I was Manchester United, and I, um, I think it was a Chris, one Christmas, which really st- like stands out. Um, like my brother got like the you know the Peugeot the sky blue kit the the David Boost you know the old school yeah the only kit. one and I got the sharp one you know your Man United lights like, sharp kit and for them it was for me it was just all about Ryan Giggs and all of that but he was already City and then we went up to my first game was um, went up to Highfield Road and we watched uh, Cov play Notts Forest and um, so this was back in '96 and. I remember Kevin Campbell. Kevin Campbell scored a hat trick that day, and I remember Ian Wone. Ian Wone was playing, um, and I just remember him taking a corner. And just since then, I, I remember just my dad taking us up to to watch the city. And like, although I was United and stuff, I was just falling in love with the place, like Highfield Road, and just you know, my dad'd do anything for us. Like he'd take us up there, and you know, as soon as you go up the up the stairs and you see the the pitch and the smell of like the bovrils and the pies and all that. And it just, it's just a bit of nostalgia. I like just absolutely love it. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of was, and we'll go, we'll come on to, I think you, you ask about sort of your second team and stuff and, and United sort of holds a bit of a place there, but 
even just going up to when, so 98, when Huckabee scored that, that goal against United. And I went up with my granddad and I kind of got, it was between me and my brother to have the ticket and went up with my granddad and watched the 3-2. And I just remember seeing the West Terrace because we were in the main stand. And um, just seeing the West Terrace, it was just amazing. You know, just seeing them all like that, it was just, oh. Is that when you really got hooked? That's when I got hooked, Dave, yeah, for sure. Just just love, absolutely love the city now. Um, and I think even even now in these days, it's everything social media, being in a pandemic and kind of looking on your social media all the time. I think we're all kind of weirdly all come together, haven't we? Like, yeah. I've done a few lads have found so. that as well, but we're all kind of, I think it's good. I think it's really, really good. To be fair, that's kind of how this started really, ain't it, Neil? Yeah, de- definitely that. Um, weirdly enough, we were talking about it the other day, weren't we, about how it came about. Um, and it was, it was just, me and David used to just talk a lot on Twitter and stuff about football and, and we'd have a couple of debates and different conversations and then it was, do you know what? We miss talking about football. We miss speaking to other fans on New Year days and stuff. So we just thought, let's bore people with it. But it turns out people quite like listening to it. So it's turned out all right. It's really, really good. And I heard, um, obviously listened to a few of them already and like, just like Moz Baker talking about, um, you know, when sort of the early days of watching the city with Tommy Hutchinson and like back in the seventies and stuff. And I remember my dad would always talk about Tommy Hutch being his favourite player. Like, Tommy Hutch, you know, like Tommy Hutch, what a player on the wing and all of that sort of stuff. And um, it's all memories. Even eighty-seven when he'd talk about eighty-seven going up with his mates and just getting on just on the beer and just all going down to Wembley and all that. And for us. Obviously, you know, got getting relegated and then champ, you know, Championship League One, League Two. We've not really we've tasted it a little bit, but I think when we went to Wembley, obviously like checker trade and stuff, that's when it really kicked off again, wasn't it? Like you could really see forty thousand of us down there for the promotion, and then obviously checker trade again. It was just like wow, like what a following we've got. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's funny you mentioned you mentioned your dad, mate, and you mentioned Wembley. Um, your dad used to work. He works for Citizen, doesn't he? he used to be white for us. Yeah, uh, yeah. My, my my uncle's been there twenty, thirty years, and he got him tickets for the checker trade. Did he? Was that your? Oh man, how yeah. weird, how like? I, I, I think I think you met him that day, didn't you, my uncle? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he messaged me earlier, saying, oh, "I've just seen the guest you've got on tonight." Um, I know his old man really well from work. Got him tickets for Wembley. Yeah. Oh, mate, amazing. Small world, isn't it? That is absolutely class. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was just uh, little just Irish connection day. coming in there, weren't it? <laughs> that, that's it, probably. Yeah, for sure. But a lot, yeah, I think the early days it was, you know, obviously just going down to Highfield Road for me. It was just, I just looked forward to it as a kid, and obviously playing football as well. With sort of me and my brother, and both my brothers were sort of involved with Christ the King quite early on, and you know, we like my dad would take us down and we'd sort of stay behind and there'd be tie-ups in the dugouts and all that would take them for the game on the Sunday and just like t- just stuff like that you know like we'd, we'd all wait around the tunnel and the dugout and get like you know the autographs from Strachan would be around and all of that it was just all part of it it was just our routine and my mum come and pick us up and yeah that just that was the week and week and then for me it was just just loving the city then it just it was like a You'd seen the light. I did see the light, yeah, going from United. We went, obviously, the city went down, got relegated from the Premier League. And then that's when I really, the city grabbed hold of me, yeah. So, so you mentioned um, you got the, the old Sharp kit, the old Sharp Man United kit as, as your first shirt. Do you remember what your first city shirt was? First city shirt was the um, the black and green Peugeot, you know, the away nice. one. Of the, of, so it was the away one. 
Yeah, same then, season. Um, yeah. Oh, same it. season. Yeah, yeah. So I got I got that for my birthday, but but then like um, they put like Nugent on the back. I think it was like eleven Nugent on the back or something like that. And I got a felt tip pen and put uh, it's like scribbled out Nugent and put gigs. Like it was still like hooked on United a little bit and loved Ryan gigs. So, um, but yeah, that that was my first kit and I like, yeah I loved it. That's you know, a lovely City shirt, man. Lovely Great shirt. shirt. And all the vintage shirts now are coming back, aren't they? I think that's really cool. Worth yeah. as well now. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a few of them going like I've seen on uh, the other day the purple one. Um, it's going for like 100 quid, 150 quid. So, yeah. Neil, you're, you're well into them, aren't you? Yeah, it's mate. Proper virgin, any he loves it. No, I don't know what it is. I, 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 you're wearing one now. What are you wearing one now for? Uh, <laughs> uh, Nuge, Nuge, I normally wear a city shirt every recording, but I've, I've made an effort for you tonight. Oh, you've gone triumph. I'm wearing triumph for you, mate. Yeah, that's good. Um, to, to, be, <laughs> to be fair, I, I said this uh, on another pod. I think. Every cal- every day this calendar year I've wore a football shirt. Um, yeah. yeah, I just I'm working from home. I'm not. I don't know where my shirt and toys are. I don't know if they still fit. They probably don't. Uh, <laughs> I'll get that back in before <laughs> anyone else does. Um, so yeah, and then obviously I've got a couple of the surprise shirts. Um, got a couple of retro city shirts. I'm just like, Do you know what? I, I like the retro city shirts. I, I, there's the, the one I still want to get hold of, and if anyone can help me out, well, sorry, there's two. There's the yellow awake it from mid eighties, which has got like Gazla summer across the middle, and there's a blue and there's two tone blue stripes from the eighties with the same sponsor. If anyone knows where to get them, slide in the DMs. Um, <laughs> I, I do want to get hold of them as well. Obviously, Neil mentioned it. Away shirts there. What was your first away game, Nude? Do you know what, like, away game as well? Because like, what happened with me was obviously like, followed the City for ages, but never got, never had a chance to go to an away game. Either I was playing or, like, just, just never went. Yeah. Obviously, always go to the home games and stuff. But it was only, I'm sure, like, I think there was a, I'm trying to think whether I went or not. My memory is so bad. I think it might have been crew. Like, I think you used to run about it in the cam. I listened to the uh, Cameron Cairns podcast just before this as well. And um, yeah, I think it, Crew was mentioned. I don't know if it, one of you lads mentioned Crew, but I, I seem to remember going to Crew to watch the City. Like, and that was back in like the Lee Hughes days. You know, when Lee Hughes was playing up front. Yeah. Craig Hignett. I, I remember um, going to Crew under Lee Hughes. We won six one. He got a hat trick. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was there that day. Yeah, I'm I pretty sure that was my first one. Not a bad. But one. then most recently, the Sunderland Sunderland game really springs out to me. Like for five four. four. Yeah, what a day that was. That was day, weren't it? Absolutely superb, yeah. Beating them. Apart, apart from the game, the best bit about that, I don't know if you lads know from Tor Little, Danny Nealon? No. I, I went down for a piss at half time when he got Nick for throwing a flare and it weren't even him. He's still banned to this day. <laughs> oh, is that? I think I've seen something in the news about that. Yeah. Poor lad. Some day, um, yeah. Well, that, that kind of bridges onto the, the next question about your favourite away day. Um I'm guessing Sunderland's got to be up there. Sunderland, yeah, for me, like I, I, I know, like Dave, you've mentioned, like um, Sunderland being a massive club, and like they are, they are. There's no getting away from it. They are yeah. a massive club. I completely get that. But I went to university, with, um, like I went over to to America on a soccer scholarship. Oh, did you? So I was is it? Yeah, so I was there. Shot that one in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throw, throw that one in there. Um, no, but I, I like point being like so I went over there uh, for four years so I couldn't really get obviously couldn't get to any cov games so I was over in, in Kentucky but 
obviously be streaming the games and stuff. But the, one of the lads I was there with was a, a massive Sunderland fan. And at the time, I think we were at like League Two, like the pits or League One, really doing so bad. And every Saturday he'd come into like the dorm or come in, you know, come into the, say if we were football training and stuff, he'd be like, oh yeah, you can't be like shit. Oh yeah, you know, typical like he was, and he'd be like, I think Sunderland were playing Chelsea. I think they might have even beat Chelsea won the games at Stamford Bridge. And uh, he was going, oh, I did, I did Cov get on then. I did Cov get on. Yeah, Cov was Tim Pot, Tim Pot and all this. Um, so ever since then, I've, I've always wanted to get one up on Sunderland. Like, and, and that, I don't think we've really, really like sort of faced each other. But then obviously this the five four I met him that day, and it was just amazing, just beating them. And then obviously even the nil nil the following season, going back up there, we played them off the park again. Thought we played really well. Yeah. Um, so that's where the hatred is for me. I, I uh, despise despise. Yeah, Neil was the same. I, I don't get it, man. For me, it's Leicester Villa, and that's it. I don't care about Sunderland. Sunderland, you've got the old sort of rivalry that kind of the whole Jimmy Hill stuff. I'm too young to remember that, so I can't really talk about it but when you get fully grown men screaming at a dead man statue you just think grow up uh, yeah that was that was bad you know it, just, it was just, right. but again, can you really judge the actions of a whole football club by a couple of idiots you can't can you because let's be honest cover got idiot fans as well yeah, no, of course of course no i, yeah. I, get, that. I get that completely yeah. but i think because i've got the soft spot for newcastle as well yeah um you know nuge mentions he was in america um with a, with a Mac up, so I was I was in the army with a bunch of with a bunch of scousers and a bunch of uh, bunch, bunch of Georges. so I kind of had it drilled into me, you know, it's like you say in the lines, where you mm. ate Everton, which to be fair I don't quite like Everton now, but Geordie through and through, I, there was there was Pugs, um, Pros, Jaffa, Ginger Lad, um, who were all <laughs> diehard Newcastle fans. Yeah. So, yeah. so I would. I'd, like on a Saturday afternoon, if we couldn't get to a if we couldn't get to a game, we'd all be downstairs in the bar watching Gillette Soccer Saturday, and they had their Newcastle shirts. So I'm giving it some. So I think it's something that's kind of been bred a little bit from then as well. Um, and then obviously we've had the the games with them the last few years, and <laughs> just it's, it's, yeah. I don't know if we crave like I don't know with us being like you know I'd like to think that we're a big we are a big club like 100%. you know we are a big club. And you go to the likes of your Sunderlands in League One, and then it's kind of like I think we kind of crave that little bit of like rivalry. Yeah. I think I think we missed it. Obviously, right. we've missed it for so long without having like Villa there, without having Leicester. And then you go to obviously like you know your Sunderlands, and you're like, oh, yeah, let's get one over these, you know. And then they're the same. So they they obviously yeah. haven't been without Newcastle for a while. So they they're obviously craving that as well. And then. So you know, Twitter, we're going off on each other, and I'm like, I think it's great. I think, uh, it's, I good think it's a good it. point. It's a good point you've made. I think the rivalry with Sunderland has come to light through social media the past couple of years. Um, yeah. Without social media, I remember going to Highfield Road first game of the season. We beat them two 0 Sue first scored a penalty. Um, no rivalry yeah. there at all. But social media comes in, and all of a sudden, Cobb hates Sunderland and vice versa. I'm not having it really. Um, yeah. talk, talking to Sunderland, have you watched Sunderland till I die on Netflix? I have. Yeah. It's a cracking yeah. watch, ain't it? Oh, sure. watch. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It should be on Pornhub, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but when you think it can't get any worse, it's like a fucking circus that place. Oh, oh just like just McGeady. I think for me was funny. Like just. Uh, it, it's it's funny, like because like I don't know if you've seen like um, the uh, Simon Ferry, you know the open goal. Uh, oh mate, he cracks me up. Sorry, Ferry does. 
Oh, he's he's great. Like they've really kept me going in lockdown. Like, I've watched all of them. You know, have, Slaney and stuff. Have you heard the, the Tommy Gravison stories? Yeah, oh, they're man. class, he's ain't just, they? He's just off his head, isn't he? Yeah, I'm just half because he's on Twitter now. I'm half tempted to say, right, get you lads to try and like just message the life out of him to come on. He'd be amazing. He would. What? Oh, but, um... don't, don't worry, mate. That sort of stuff's happening behind the scenes. Don't need to worry about that. <laughs> just constant, like, yeah, but um, yeah, like just it's just mad, isn't it? Like, it's just I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I think we just got to. Just keep going with this England thing for me. Like, just keep, you know. <laughs> it is, and to be fair, the the whole Netflix series, the 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 magic for me was it was one season. It was supposed to be their bounce back to the Premier League, and then they went down, and it was oh, give it another year, and it didn't go but, up. Yeah, it's hard. It, it just it just yeah. kept it just keeps on giving. It was, it was candid like, though, weren't it? I couldn't believe how candid it was. Like yeah. it was literally like, you know, like McGeady, as I said, like the McGeady thing. Like he was just coming out, going, oh, I'm not bothered with it today." Like, and and then even him on the sideline, in the injury, in like when they're on the physio tables, and he's just there, like, "Yeah, I can't be bothered today." Like, nah, this is low rubbish. You know what I mean? Like, can't be doing this today. Like, on like what thirty grand a week or whatever, and he's just playing it off like that. But I think it gave you a good insight into just the, like the, how the much of a circus thing. it is. With that season, you couldn't you couldn't write it as a drama. Like they 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 conceded in the ninety fourth minute in the plafana as well. You think you're like you can't get any worse. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> yeah. I jumped out of my seat when that goal went in as well. Oh, I love it. Like, I think, weren't it? Chowton done all. Yeah, Chowton, yeah. Chowton, the centre half scored, didn't uh, he? Post- he? Just like <sighs> popped up with it, yeah. And there was just elation, weren't it? Chowton one end, and then obviously the other half of the state because obviously two again two big clubs. And then Sunderland are just there, like oh, in bits. Uh, a a favourite ever game you've been to, Nude? Favourite ever game? Um, I've got, I, probably, I would probably say that 5 4. I don't know what, it's one of them, yeah. Like, just because of obviously my mate being a Sunderland fan, that was, that was massive. Um, I missed the Notts County game. I know a few of the people that you've had on have been to like the Notts County. Well, I oh. missed it through work like you, Neil. Like, oh, yeah. I couldn't go. Like, I'd imagine that would have been amazing. Talking like, about it now, I could cry thinking about it, mate. It's the best night of my entire life. Obviously, I've, I've got I've got a little one, mate. It was better than my little one being born. It was that, it was that, it was that Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and literally all I was getting off night, all night was messages off lads that were there like Robbie Chamber like Chrissy Harris like oh coach you missed out this is fantastic yeah yeah and I'd send the pictures and I just wanted to cry I'd literally yeah. sitting at home just head in hands just like this oh, is like don't get me wrong amazing amazing game and you kind of you still got a buzz sat at home watching it but but those scenes at the end you just you're just craving to be involved in that just Meadow Lane just like full of Full of cov, you know, like yeah. just, just quality, and then obviously Kev Nolan, like just oh, the, bits at the end as well. His head fell off, didn't it? <laughs> oh, he was in like that that picture with Bayliss and him in the background, like oh, it's great because because Bayliss knows he's got him, doesn't he? Bayliss knows he's got him rattled. He's just got that little grin on his face as he walks away. Yeah, Fucking yeah, brilliant. it is class. It is class. But yeah, I, I think there's been so many over the years, haven't there? Really, like I've, I mean, again, going back like early doors. Um, which obviously wasn't there, but again, I, I don't know. If it obviously, wasn't there. But the game that sticks out in terms of if I was there, it'd be amazing. Was when Cov stayed up. At I know Moz mentioned it with Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. I remember my I remember my dad just going absolutely mad in the gut. Like, so we, we had it on and CWR was on. And I remember just like him running up and down the 
the garden and us running up the entry, just like, yeah. you know, it was just mad. Everyone else around us as well, like you could just hear it. But if you were there in the away end at like, White Hart Lane, just imagine the just just scenes for that. Paul Williams. Anyone, anyone of a certain age who's been on and they were at that game, they, they mentioned it all the time. Yeah. yeah it sounds oh, yeah. mega. I, I was about five or six. I weren't now myself, but it sounds mega. I was, was going to say, there's a couple that have been recorded that by the time this is out, you know, you guys would have heard. Um, but Danny White goes in depth about that about that day and so does John Dawkins and do you know what literally you hear them talking about it and you just want to go and get dressed and go to the football yeah it really, yeah. It really, it really makes you... that's made me miss football more than anything it's here but those two talk about that day yeah absolutely massively no, so it really has just make again like just makes you I've maybe missed out a bit on a few of those like a few of those games really just through being away and that but yeah, I think even now it just makes you realise like we're in the championship. Like I know we're at St Andrews and stuff, but some of the stuff we're playing and like it's just again I can't really remember us playing football like that for a long time. Just even the season, like even Saturday, just gone. Like I thought we played, we're playing some really really good stuff, don't we? It's just I, I, like, I thought we we dominated Watford the whole game. If we if we had a goal scorer, we'd have battered them three four nil. Yeah, a lot of people have said that, and obviously like Deeney's rattled as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah. Had, he's coming out with the excuses already, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. His problem is he was in Ostergaard's back pocket the whole game. He was. I loved that. That, that clash was class, wasn't it? I absolutely yeah. loved it. And what I loved about it as well, and having played the game, you'll know it as well, especially a young lad like him who's trying to make his name. And obviously, Dean is an old head. He's using the old man tricks, you know, trying to get in his head a little bit. He's probably leaving a stud in. Yeah. Little pinches yeah. under the arm, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I just love the fact that the urgent rose to it just played him out of the game. Yeah, we can see that's how, kind of like how he's been brought up at Brighton and, and sort of when he's been at St. Pauli and that. You could see that he's actually a technical... He's, I think when he first come in, he struggled a little bit in the three because I think yeah. he's more of a like centre-half, isn't he? And he's a bit composed on the ball and he's a bit of a ball-playing centre-half. But, um, but yeah, you could see Saturday was right up for it. He was like, right, Deeney, me and you, let's go, let's have it. 90 minutes. Bang, bang, bang. And he was all over it, I thought. In the air. He was so good in the air, wasn't he? I think oh, yeah. everyone talked about Hamer. And don't get me wrong, Hamer is, Hamer is class. But for yeah. me, when we've done our first podcast, I was asked my favourite player of the season currently. And for me, it's Ostergaard. I think he's a different level, mate. Quality, isn't he? Yeah, so good. So, so good. Oh, I've got, the, the, yeah. The, there's talk that there's talk that um, Solskjaer's been watching him. Um, yeah, who who was it who told us that? It was on a podcast, weren't it? Yeah, John Dawkins told us. Yeah, yeah, so, 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 really, yeah. yeah so, so that, it wouldn't surprise you, would it? Because it's just because of his age and just yeah. how good he is at the air set pieces and stuff. Like he's unreal, any. He? Well, he, he's not weak. He's not well, so, so obviously, Solskjaer will have links to kind of watch him a little bit more and stuff. But yeah, you, you heard the Solskjaer commentators pick up on Saturday as well, and CWR picked it up in the Forest game. Yeah. Does, does no one do their homework on us and set pieces? Because he always seems to be free. The ball always yeah. seems to land on his head. Yeah, like, it's that it's that Hamer delivery as well, isn't it? It's like yeah. drilled to the to the back stick, and he's got it's such a leap on him. He, he's got such hand time, and he? he's like, he stays up there yeah. for days. He's mental. He's mental. Um, we've touched on some players there, and obviously you mentioned that Giggs was an early hero. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's your, who's your favourite ever City player? Favourite ever City player for me, Gary McAllister. Gary yeah. Mack. Gary player. Mack for me. Yeah. Oh, like even just so we used to go up, um, we had a season ticket, family stand, like me, my dad, 
Um, we used to go sometimes with Adio Doherty. He's told me to name drop him in, in this as well. So Adio Doherty will be listening. Um, brilliant, brilliant bloke. Massive Cov fan he is as well. Like we used to listen to, uh, kind of going off topic a bit, but we used to listen to Rob Gurney on the, you know, we used to do like the, the Friday night phone calls, Steve, oh, yeah. Friday yeah. night phone-ins and stuff. Yeah. We used to listen to him and it always used to be like, my dad would be there like, oh, AD, AD, AD Joe Dropperty's coming on now. Joe Dropperty, he's used to playing goal at Sunday League. Like, oh, big AD's coming on now. Like, re ready for him. Like, and he used to come on and just go about the city. Like, um, yeah, but um, what was the question? Sorry, I've gone off topic there. But your favourite ever player, Gary Mack. Yeah, Gary Mack, lads. Yeah, yeah, Gary Mack. So good. Like, absolutely quality. You just, you just like, I don't know what boots he had. Is it the... I don't know, he was these Asics boots, like Asics, yeah. yeah, just with the big tongue and like, he just yeah. had the old armband on, just be spreading the ball about. Oh. Always got his shirt and tucked as well, just looks scruffy, doesn't he? But he just, he just controls the game. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, he was just first sort of player and then obviously like later on in his career, that volley against Derby. What a was, hit. was obviously unreal, weren't it? Hignett scored that game. I think yeah. Craig Peed. I don't know if Craig Peed scored as well. This was Craig Derby, weren't it? But... Okay. I know he definitely played that game, Peed, he did. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like obviously earlier on in his city career, he you know just I can't really remember too much. But obviously, just from watching like the telly and, and stuff, just how good he was. But like even yeah, even just more recently when he was at the Highfield Road and, and obviously older, he just ran the show every game. And he'd obviously be up against young lads, young players, but he just still had the experience, like his touch, awareness, passing range was so like, just class. Corners, remember those like chipped in corners. Unreal, and yeah, it, it says a lot about him. He was old at Cov and he left Cov and he went to win a treble at Liverpool. He said how good he was. Man, he's free kick at Everton as well. What? A hit. Yeah, yeah. That's just intelligence, isn't it? Just knowing yeah. the game, like just saying, like just because he was doing that when he was just sort of, you know, and then he just done the keeper and it was just like, honestly, unreal. He was really, really good player. I, I think the other thing, you know, that kind of speaks testament about Gary Mack is every player that we've spoke to so far that has been around him at the club. Richard Shaw couldn't speak highly enough of him, could he, Dave? He loved him, didn't he? Um, Andy, Did he yeah. Andy Morrell as well. Andy Morrell said, uh, the second you get the phone call to join Coventry, you're going to take it. But when it's Gary McAllister on the end of the phone, he's, he's like, I would have walked. Yeah, he's yeah, like, he, yeah. he? Yeah, he, 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 he said, I would have walked to Coventry to, to, to sign for Gary Mack. And I, 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 I think that just says everything about him. Just yeah. Even and, like... Like even oh. um, we, we used to go up to like we used to go up to Wrighton when you could to, to yeah. watch training. You know when you could go up to Wrighton. I used, and, I used to go as a kid quite a lot. It was a good day out. That was. Yeah, it used to be class. Something to look forward to, weren't yeah. it? Like my dad used to take us up, and you'd, you'd see him like that. You'd be there like, oh, look, there's Gary McAllister, and even in training and stuff, some of these corners and just he just had that aura about him, didn't he? Yeah, so good. Definitely. So, that, that's so one. Good. That's one thing I will say is he as a young kid. Looking at the pitch, he looked massive. He looked really yeah. tall, and like you say, yeah. he had that sort of commanding presence, that aura around him. His touch and he's just his touch and his movement, and just the way he caress a ball and switch stop, like switch a play and all of that, lads. I thought he was class. So yeah. good. Obviously, we've already mentioned Hamer and Ostergaard. Yeah. Who's who, who's your your best current player? I'm guessing it's going to be Hamer, isn't it? Hamer, yeah, yeah, yeah Gus Hamer, just it's so good. Off. Yeah, he reminds me of a young Colin Nugent. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, right, no chance of that. God, no, yeah, definitely not. But um, I was going. I know the obsession with you and Ben Sheaf, but I've got to say, Sheaf's a good player, isn't he? 
He's good. He's not. Yeah. My, he's not like as I say. Hamer's. You know, we've bought him for a bit. You know, goody I don't. I can't remember the last time we paid over a mil for a player. But for him to come in as, as he has done, I remember against Rangers in that pre-season game. There was one time where balls has come up and he's just chested it back to the keeper. I was thinking, he, this lad's got something about him, and he like just in his own box, just chesting it back to the keeper. I don't think we've seen that for ages. Mate, like, it's, it's mad you say that. Obviously, the first time I've seen him was at the Rangers game. I remember yeah. tweet after tweet after twenty minutes saying this geezer is a different level. Like after twenty yeah. minutes, you thought, nah, there's something about this fella." You yeah, you you, so text, you text me on the day, David, waxing lyrical, just like oh, yeah, text, you were just like, mate, I can't go over this lad, and I was like, yeah, he's, he's having a good game, but like you were going in, like <laughs> I was right word. I look at the player he is now. Yeah, is this there's just something about him, isn't there? Like he's just got that. Um... He's just got that bit of edge that you need in the championship. Like you know, someone that I think the. Um... The EFL, like you know, when they're on Sky and stuff, the pundits always always big him up, and I think he has got that bit of an edge about him, and he just like you know can tackle, he can get around the pitch, he can score goals, he can take set pieces, he can pass a ball, he can pass between the lines, he can get you know he's just a work. He's got everything, and he he's got that bit of everything. If we can get, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't like to see him go, but you know, if we're going to recoup maybe in the ten between ten and fifteen mil for him, then you'd be got you'd be going. Thank you very much, wouldn't you really? And then you go again. I think for us, it's about consolidating this season, isn't it? And, and oh, going yeah. again. Yeah, I, agree. I, I think Massive if you've got up a £10 million in our position, playing away from home as well, no, no money coming in with COVID through gates, I, I don't think you can turn it down. No, I don't I don't think we've got to, considering we're not even playing at our own ground, which is a disgrace. But yeah, it is what it is. And the fact that what Robbins has done has been absolutely unreal. Unreal. So, so Nuge, obviously, we've touched on the fact that you know you've played a little bit. I, I know some people on Twitter call you a glorified pub player. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they'd be right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, I, you know, you know, I, I know you've played in the middle of the park, sort of thing. You look at Sheaf and you look at Hamer. Yeah. Do, from your point of view, do they work together? Do they need someone else in there just to kind of anchor the two of them together, or? I, I think uh, the th- I think I don't think they do. I think they. I don't know if you, what, you, what you think, but for me, I think Sheaf's been Sheaf's been for me like he got off to a bit of a slow start. I don't think he was very confident on the ball. You could see he was a bit maybe a bit nervy coming into the championship. Still young, coming from a big club like Arsenal, had a bit obviously had a taste of it at Doncaster. But I think he's a, I think he's one of those players. I think it might have even been I don't know what game it was. It might have been Middlesbrough somewhere away. Well, I know we lost, but Sheaf still played really well. Like he, he's a very, very I, good footballer. And I, I thought he played well at Sheffield Wednesday when we got beat as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did. I think you've got to have two. You've got to have both of them in there. I know Matty James has come in now as well. He's he's offered something even I, more, I, doesn't he? Because uh, yeah, I, I literally tweeted Saturday said I don't think you find a better partnership in the championship than Hamer and James. I thought he was unplayable Saturday. Matty James was. So he just good. Can control the whole game. Look, I, I mess yeah. with Neil. Neil, you're not having it, are you? You don't. You don't. You're not a huge no. fan. Oh, oh, come on, hang on, hang on. I, I didn't say I'm not a huge fan. Mr. Ad Durham, you are, mate. I tell you, you're just a clickbait. You are. Tell you, you love it. Dave tweeted, "You won't find a better midfield partnership." And I said, "Hang on yeah. a minute." I think Jack Wilshere and Jefferson Lerner at Bournemouth might have something to say about yeah, but that. Jack Wilshere played two games. He's out for six years. That's it. Yeah, he's got to do his Amy again, won't he? Yeah. yeah no, I, I get that. I get that. But I think, look, they're, they're two fantastic players. I know James got man of the match Saturday. Yeah. And he did. He, he had a good game. But the way people were talking, you know, the way Twitter was going on Saturday, it was as if we'd signed prime Paul Scholes. 
Yeah, but I, I think Saturday he was that fucking good. Well, he, he could be compared to that performance. Even Deeney said, though, at the end of the game, he said, like, look, we, we, we tried to, uh, like, our game plan was to try and stop Matty James from playing. And that, obviously, he's got one of the match. He's got one of the match. Yeah. Like, no one could get no one could get on him, could they? They, they literally could get, not get near him. Probably could get near him. But before we no, move on to, to part two, Cole, I want to kind of touch on your crew a little bit. Um, obviously, you played in Ireland for Waterford. Did, yeah. did you play did you play for anyone in England? How did, how did the move to Ireland come about? Yeah, so like, I, I don't know. I think I was just, like me and my brother were playing sort of Saturday football over here. We were playing for a team called OB Town over in Leicester, uh, Leicester way. Um, it's like it's relatively good. It's not too, you know, not not the greatest stand in the world, but not too bad. But for me, it was about I was in, I was, I was kind of feeling in a bit of a sort of a dead end kind of like I was working um, sort of a pretty bog standard job, and I was kind of playing well for OB. And I thought, Do you know what, why why not? So um, I ended up writing to a load of clubs over in um, over in Ireland. Um, and the first team to come back to me was Cork City, and Cork were like, "Well, yeah, we can get you in, get you, get you train with us. We'll see what it's like. See if you like us, if we like you, and all of that." So um, I just I remember it was like that. That was like January time, so I still had Christmas, and this was October when I was like got the response. So I thought, well, I'm just going to sort of pack the booze in for a bit and and get you know just get training really hard, get my head down and and stuff like that. So. Managed to get a flight over to Ireland, one-way ticket over to Ireland, and just gave it a real go. <laughs> I don't even know why it was. It was just I wasn't maybe mentally like really happy. I don't know if it was that yeah. or what, but I just thought I'm in a really good. Sh- I'm in really good shape. I'm like technically feel really good. Could still could do it. Like really just believed in myself. Um, and obviously went to Cork. Spent like a month with Cork. I was with them. Um, month and a half with Cork like because there was it was initially meant to be a two-week thing but I, pl- I played a, f- a fair few games from I played with Colin Healy who was Did a, Colin wow. Healy yeah Leon Miller do you know obviously Leon yeah, Miller, no, Leon Miller yeah yeah played with, C- played Colin with Healy a few games. he broke his leg at Highfield Road Safri broke his leg didn't it Safri yeah when he was playing for Sunderland yeah yeah, yeah so like Colin Healy was there um Leon Miller uh there was and then there was quite a few uh, like players that were sort of in and around like the like Shamrock Rovers and all of that that had come in that obviously good players I was playing centre half and I, was, I remember just playing a friendly with like Healy was in front of me Leon Miller was in front of me I was thinking how have I got here so I was only I was playing I was at a call centre job like not so long ago now I've got Colin Healy and Leon Miller like you know in the change room for the game and and all of that sort of stuff and I spent a fair bit of time there with Cork and they, they, that's yeah, where they Roy said, Keane started, didn't he at Cork? Yeah, Roy Keane was at Cork. I think he was at Cove Ramblers, and he was he might have been at Cork as well. Yeah, yeah. but um, but yeah, mate, it was it was just it was just a really good time. So Cork didn't w- work out. John Caulfield was the manager there. He just said that I wasn't tall, it wasn't big enough, wasn't physical enough. So I was like, fair enough. But he goes, I've got a contact in Galway. So here's me and my bags, and I've kind of trawled then up to Galway from Cork, which is obviously you know the Southern Ireland. Galway's the other way. Galway's yeah, so. the west, man. It's where my family is. Beautiful place, Galway is. Yeah, yeah. Really nice place, mate. Really, really nice. Um, sort of Mayo and Galway. Loved, yeah, yeah. Like, loved it. Uh, so went over to Galway. Then again, Galway with the same. So I had spent, had a few games with Galway. He goes, 
I don't know if it, see I've always come to think this I've said it to my dad before and like my brothers and stuff they're gone is it because you're English or they've got the English accent and I'm like, well, it might have had something to do with it but I yeah. didn't really think you know yeah should have yeah nonsense but for me for me lads it was just like so I went so I was there I went to Galway Galway was good um Tommy Dunn was the manager there he, he was sort of been a, a recognizable name around in, in Ireland um, and again, he was like, he'd bought in, he'd unbeknown to me. So again, it was a two week trial, but spent like a month there. And he was undecided every time I'd go like say to him, like, Tommy, are you going to sort anything out for me? And he was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm not too sure. Like, you know, and all this. <laughs> so um, I was like, right. Yeah. Uh, no bother at all. And he goes, yeah, maybe I know someone down in Waterford. So then went to Waterford. Here we go again. Like, you know, not quite at the mustard. So went back, went back down to Waterford and again, spent a couple of weeks there and, ultimately they said yeah we'd like to sign you and i was thinking oh thank god for that like you know like it's not all been in vain isn't that a big derby cork cork as well cork it is yeah yeah they and Waterford hate each other yeah. yeah yeah so so signed for them and yeah it was just it was just brilliant it took a while for me like they, they, i say this like i'm some sort of like but you get your international clearance so you can't play until you get i'm trying to think who the city were on about signing phil masanga yeah, I think film a singer. Yeah. So red tape, like you couldn't get it through because of red tape. I felt like him. <laughs> um, yeah, so so um, yeah, just spent like a year and a bit with Waterford, and it was it was good. Like it was really really good. Like some some great memories there. As I say, uh, the turning point for me came when Roddy Collins was the manager. So Roddy, I don't know if you know Roddy Collins much of him, but he's like Steve Collins, the boxer's brother. Fucking that is it. Yeah, Jesus yeah, Steve's brother. I mean, he's literally like, one of the Dublin. best middleweights ever, man. That's madness. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it says Roddy, Roddy's a massive, like, even if you go to, like, if you YouTube him, like, he's um, he's a bit of a, what would Roddy be like? Roddy would be, like, maybe, he's a bit of a cheeky, chappy manager, maybe a bit of a, like, Holloway type, you know, like, he's yeah. got that bit of a, a as well. Exactly. Yeah, he is. I, I really, I really liked him. But so, like, when before games and stuff, he'd be like, "Ah, oh, Collie, like, yeah, just, just even before my, before the game, like my, my debut and stuff, I was like so nervous, like, because you used to get maybe seven, eight hundred there, might get a, a thousand people, you know, there or thereabouts, because obviously, Ireland, it's either hurling Gaelic football or obviously the soccer then would would yeah. kind of come third. Um. So, but they'd, they'd, you know, the Waterford fans were all for Waterford. It sounds really strange, but like. You know, they'd pack into the stadium and stuff, and they'd be all all for it. Uh, how so I was old quite you nervous at the time, game. So I was like, I was still quite old. So I was still like 20, 26, 27. Okay. Yeah, so I was still quite old, but I was still quite nervous. You know, coming out and Roddy was there, and um, but yeah. So he he actually speaking of stitch up, like so he stitched me up one time. Uh, so Ireland under twenty ones came over to train, um, like at Waterford Stadium. And uh, on the side, I had a job, so I was coaching. But then I was also, I had a, like a part-time, I told you about the money not being very good, but I had a part-time job at the petrol station over the road. <laughs> Honestly, mate, I was, I was scraping, like absolutely scraping all sorts to try and try and make it over there. So anyway, I've come in, I've had my like my uh, petrol, like they give you this uniform to wear. So I've come in like with my plastic bag for, uh, with boots, shinies on, my training gear in this plastic bag. And he goes, oh, he goes, Carly, come over here. He goes, um... I need you to, I need you to check. They need uh, the Ireland under 21 coach has been over to me and he said, uh, he needs a couple of Waterford lads to, to just go and fill in the gaps and, and play uh, for the under 21. Do you want to train with them today? I was like, what? 
That's all because I've obviously got all my I had all my like training uh, my petrol station gear on. I'm thinking, oh, I can't be. So anyway, I've caught. He goes, yeah, no, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just come up to me afterwards. Just come up to the main pitch um, afterwards. So I've come into the like the island in the 21 changing room, and you've got like Alan Brown, who's at yeah, uh, Preston now, yeah. and like yeah, they had like a few of them boys are all in there. I don't even know. If, I, th- I swear, like, Egan was in there. John Egan. I think he was in there, yeah. and a few of these boys, and I'm looking around, thinking, oh god, oh, what's going on here? There's me with my plastic bag and like my boots <laughs> and this this like petrol station thing. The manager sort of looked at me like, you're you right, mate. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Roddy Collins has told me to come over and like train with this for a bit. He goes, no, nah, no, nah, I think that I think you've got 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 mixed up. So anyway, I've come. <laughs> the highest gone. He's absolutely stitched me up here. So I've come out of the ground. I've come out of, like the the changing room. He's gone. Way. I was thinking, oh, so yeah, I, I couldn't live that one down. The lads have taken the rip out of me for ages for that one. But um, oh. yeah, I think they. It's all super banter. Like, I think as you say, as you say, like you've got the English accent and stuff. They just like to. They just like to rip into you a bit, don't they? Mate, like, I, don't I, 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 I go watch one quite a lot in Dublin, and like, if yeah. people, I remember I got lost one night. Um, I asked the guarder, "What's what's yeah. uh, way to my hotel?" Because my accent is totally completely the wrong way, man. I was lost for about forty yeah. minutes. You <laughs> fucking yeah. wanker! Man, is that, is that? Yeah. <laughs> and they don't care about it either. They're yeah, just like, nah, funny, and then, that. yeah. But it, it was like it was good. Like again, it was just a surreal experience. So I'd play. Um, Played against Liverpool, uh, like Rezies. I know Nick's yeah. saying, "Oh, tell him about it. he's, he's going to bring up the Liverpool and all, playing against Liverpool uh, Rezies and all that." <laughs> but now, nah, for me, it was none of that. Like, I, I was going over there and I didn't even know what was going on. But again, played started against uh, Liverpool and it was packed out. And uh, Jerome Sinclair was playing for them up front, and yeah. like, Sergi Ka- Sergi Canos was playing for them. And did, like, did you get anyone playing. shirt? No, nah, I think. They, again, they were quite up themselves a little bit. Were they? But they had the resis, though, I guess, like the younger lads and stuff. But they weren't, yeah, they weren't really that that sort of nice, really. Um, but it was just stuff like that. It was just all the experience I, I took from it, really. Like, And again, it was just, if it was more money, probably one of my regrets was, was you know, definitely not trying to, like, long it out and trying to make a bit, make, make it a bit better than what it should have been. But for whatever reason, really, money and all of that, I came back home and... I do regret, do regret it a little bit, but but it was it hard? It is, it? I like, obviously, if I if I was in Ireland, if if I was working as a footballer or whatever I was, I couldn't stay in, mate. The Guinness is too nice over there. Was it hard to stay oh, in? A... Beautiful, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, yeah. Like just straight after the games, you just be like, the lads were so nice. Yeah, really good lads. So they'd all be like, oh, come out, like we'll go out, and then because we'll... the games on over in Ireland were on, were on Friday night. Oh, okay. So it'd be like Friday you've got a whole evening, weekend to go out, you? Yeah. Whole weekend, yeah. So you'd be hanging on the Saturday, and you'd just be. Yeah, just like watching the results come in Soccer Saturday and <clears throat> watching the city. So yeah, it was just just a just a good experience, mate. But just for one reason or another, I just didn't really work out and back 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 home, back to the so back to Cobb. You're back in Cobb now. Yeah, back. Well, I'm over. I'm actually over in Birmingham now. I've uh, I know which which is which isn't great. I don't want to be speaking with a Brummie accent anytime <laughs> soon. But yeah, my girlfriend's over here, so we've we're over here now, and she's studying at the Uni of Brom. Um, so that's why I don't really mind St Andrews because it's easy for you, isn't it? It's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. So to be fair, I'm in Tyler, and I get to the St Andrews quicker than the Rico, mate. This to work this side of town. Yeah, I suppose you would. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's the benefit of it, really. Like I, I don't really, as I say, I don't really mind St Andrews too much. Like I know it's a bit of a surreal atmosphere. We're not obviously we're not at the Rico, we're not in Coventry and stuff, but 
for a night out, a day out and stuff, I don't think it's too, too I bad. Th- I think Neil said this as well, and I agree with him. It's like It reminds us of being back at Highfield Road with the whole yeah. match experience. It's just like, yes. it's like just being a kid, but like the boozers are like, the Roosters is a great pub to go for a beer before the game. Yeah. Yeah, you know, no, that's what I love about it. You, like, like Dave says, it's in the it's, you've got the little shopping centre next to it. You've got your you, you're in the middle yeah. of an industrial estate, pretty much. You know, you have to walk yeah. through some houses to get there. The roots are great boozer. It's an old yeah. school stadium. You know, proper old school turnstiles, burger vans outside, blokes yeah. selling badges outside. Just yeah. it proper takes me back to being a kid going to Highfield Road again. That's what it's, I love. That's, about it's it. proper, proper that's what I'm saying. Uh, like where the Rico now, uh, any new ground now, it's in the middle of nowhere. You can't go for a beer anywhere really, unless you want to walk yeah. 20, 30 minutes. I think just you said that about. I think you said that about the West Ham. I think I listened to a pod where you said that, Dave, about the West Ham ground. Was it that oh, you went You went the, there and you just the didn't rate it at all? Oh, mate, yeah, the new it's ground. Fucking horrendous. Yeah. I would, I'm not, I've not been. If we got them in the FA Cup, I genuinely wouldn't go. There's no point, mate. It's a, you can't see anything. You're that far away from the pitch. There's no atmosphere. Middle of yeah. nowhere. It's just a horrible ground. No Compared good. to Upton Park with like, a proper lovely, famous ground. Yeah, again, it's that got. close, like, Upton Park, like, closed in stadium. Like you said about Goodison Park. I know Goodison Park is quite rough in it, really, but... Yeah. Highfield Road's the same. Like at least you knew you knew where you were going. You yeah. kind of right in the heart of the city, right by, right by the town, and it's just yeah. Just at least we've got those memories, haven't we? I suppose us at no. our ages and stuff. Like we've got that. Whereas I think the younger lads now, like I know Cam, when just listening to his podcast, uh, like with you lads, he's sort of a little bit younger, and he's. But again, I, I love to see it. Like, I love to see like his passion for for the city, even yeah. without. Not having Highfield Road, but you know the Rico and League Two and Johnson Pay Trophy is first ground and all of that. Yeah, at least they've you know it's it's really good to see. I, I'd tweet that the other day because it's so easy for a lot, even a lot a, a, a late teenager, kids now. I'm going to support yeah. Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham because they watch yeah. Sky every week. Where a lot of kids have actually want to go and watch a local team. You've you got to respect <laughs> it, man. That's it. Like, and I I I, I love it. Like, I, like they're just not turning towards your Liverpools and Uniteds and all of that. They're like love to see the city and. They're tweeting all the time about it, and I follow. You know, like yeah, just constantly love the city. I think it's class. I think it's class. No, definitely. So I good. That, mate. I agree with that. That was part one, where we got to know everything that Quallum knows about Cov. In part two, we're going to go on to his wider football knowledge. What's the Greg Podcast? Follow us on social media for all of the latest news, releases, and giveaways. At What's the Greg PC. Welcome back to part two of What's the Crack podcast. We're still here with Neil and Colum. Colum, in the first part, we went through everything to do with Cov. Now we're going to go through a bit of wider football. Um, what's the best goal you've ever seen live? It could, it could be when you're playing, could be as a fan. And it, and it can't be my penalty at the Rico before the cup final. I was going to say, mate, that, that was a belter, that was. That was a grass cutter, weren't it? That was. Um, best goal I've seen live. But the best... I've told you about the best city goal, and I Steve Froggart. Yeah, um, I've got best I've, best goal live at a stadium. Do you know what? It's, diff- it's a difficult one, isn't it? Just trying to think. But what was anyway? It's got to be Gary Mack. It's got to be Gary Mack. Derby. Yeah. Yeah, I can see I that. Think it, I think just sheer technique and stuff. Like to see that live was quality. Huckabee well, again, I was at the, the City United game, Huckabee, like weaving in and out. Richie Partridge as well. Yeah, so but, I tell you, you've seen Richie Partridge score a couple of screamers, man. I remember like, two, man against, one against Norwich, one against Norwich. Norwich. Left, yeah. It was a, like, he quit, I'm sure he cut in 
from the left-hand left side. side. Right, right foot, top bin. Yeah, we had him on loan. Yeah. I've now got a shout-out, Mousy, a mate of mine on Twitter, who, when he's listened to the pods, has tweeted me about eight times saying, how come no one's mentioned Richie Partridge? How come no one's mentioned oh, Richie man. Partridge? Yeah. So, no. so Mousy, don't worry, Nunes just got you back, mate. Nunes just I got have, you back. Mate. I have, mate, for sure. Like, even just Andy Wing. Like, you know, Andy Wing, just the nostalgia yeah. of that. Like, Derby, like, Andy Wing, just... Like, there's been so many lads. I can't, genuinely, I can't pick one. Even Klaus Jorgensen at first at the Rico, good out of that was, weren't he? Yeah, yeah. But he, I love Klaus Jorgensen. Like, as I say, like my brother, uh, brother Kieran's a bit of a Klaus. I always say, he, everyone sort of says he's a bit of a Klaus Jorgensen. Looks like him and he plays a bit like him as well. He's into the tackle and all that. Um, but, but yeah, again, yeah, just there's just been so many in there. Just trying to, there's not one that like really. Sticks out, but yeah, I'd probably say the Gary Mack just because I, I love I love Gary Mack. Is, just is there, is there any when you, when you were playing in Ireland, you just thought, what a fucking strike that is? Yeah, yeah, there was a few. There was a free kick. Um, I think we played like, oh god, you lads would probably know, but Athlone Town, like, and this lad, um, li- this lad has literally scored a free kick from like 35, 40 yards, top corner, like, just sheer technique, like, so, so good. Um, that, that was good. Uh, yeah, just 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 loads. Just you come across them. Just is not one that really stands out. You know what I mean? Like it's just, there's just loads. You um, obviously you mentioned uh, in part one you had the soft spot for Giggsy. Uh, yeah, oh. uh, and you were at the United game when when scored. Is he the best player you've seen play against Cov, or the best player you've seen in the flesh? I'd I'd say so for Cov, best opposition player. Yeah, I'd say Ryan Giggs. Just watching watching him. Um, and then, like that was sort of in you know when City were at the Premier League. I remember play, watching us against uh, United at Old Trafford, and we were in the um, we're in the blue and white Subaru kit. You know, John used. I don't know why John Eustace just comes to mind with that with that kit. Yeah, I, I remember but the I game just, to this day. I think we lost four two. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Giggs. I'm sure Giggs scored, um, but just tore tore us apart down the left hand side. Just so good. And then in recent times, when we were at the Rico, and um, we played Chelsea in that game and Drogba. Oh, mate. Just what Drogba. How good was Drogba against Scott Dan? Like, just, I remember, like, obviously, Scott Dan's not Scott a slight Dan, lad, is he? He's a player as well, isn't he? Quality, yeah. And yeah. he's obviously gone on to be a Premier League footballer. But I just remember, I remember Drogba just, just like shielding like Dan off for his goal. Just like he was just not even, you know, uh, like he was like the body frame of Lauren Delorge, you know, really skinny, <laughs> like, <laughs> just like, just held him and he's put it away, buried it. Drogba was different gravy, yeah. One that stands out for me at the Rico, and you boys probably remember it, the year QPR won the league, Adel Taraps, what a player. Do you remember that game? Do you remember that game at the, uh, it was on Sky, and Richard, we were in the black and, we were in the uh, green and black City Link shirt. Yes. Richard Keogh was playing centre-half, I think, or right-back, and I'm just remembering him turning Richard Keogh inside out. He actually ran the show. I think they beat us 2-0. Loftus Road, but he was oh, so he, hard. He, he was playable. He was frightening. Yeah. If he had the right attitude, he'd be playing in the Premiership at a big four club now. He would, but when you listen to the podcast, like different podcasts now, and like either it's ex-players. I remember, so I was watching the open goal one, that Simon Ferry one again, and he was on about. Um, I think he had Clint Hill on, or is it? Yeah, I'm sure he had Clint Hill, and he was on about Surratt, uh, yeah. and he just said like he just used to come into like he used to go to. Um, 
like after training you just go to like the casino or something and not rock in till like 6am and then just go to training like just just like if you had you know the James Milner mentality where you know yeah it'd be a bit more tunnel visioned and had a bit more like professionalism he might have gone 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 further I remember listening to yeah. uh, Paddy Kenyon under the cost talking about adult rats he talked about him as well yeah and he's saying yeah. like oh well we had Scunthorpe away and he goes oh I'm not playing there it's a shit hole I'm not playing so he yeah. didn't, didn't, didn't turn up got didn't beat they get a yeah, or, or, it, yeah. It was for Barnsley two days later. He goes, I'll, I'll play, but I want a chauffeured car. He turns up, he scores after a minute, goes missing for the whole game. They win one nil. It's just class, yeah. isn't it? quality. <laughs> just having that confidence. Yeah. Just having that confidence to do that. Amazing. Absolutely. I've seen someone randomly retweeted the other day a video of him. He brings the ball down on the halfway line on the left hand side, does a little ball roll. Little step over, drops the shoulder. He's thirty-five yards out, and just whacks one top back. Yeah, and you just think, yeah. just effortless. And you just think, oh, it's not even trying. Just the yeah, just the no look passes and roll under the foot and like yeah, Croy turns and stuff. Amazing. I remember it's I love soccer. I am, and he showboat was just him for yeah, yeah. It was just a real on him, weren't it? Yeah. Too, I, I, lo- I love players like that. They, they make you want to watch the game. I remember I was but, a, a young kid. I remember. Um, Raquel May. Remember Raquel May? Yeah, one Raquel May. Some of the things did there, you just think it's, it's outrageous. What, yeah, Villarreal. How are you doing that? So good. Like, even, to be fair, even going back to like uh, Inabakari, like Brian oh, Inabakari against Sunderland, mate. How good was he on that day? I've got so much like, stick for, from Neil, and he won't admit it now, but he has given me stick. I said uh, Inabakari is the best player I've seen at Cobats on the Premiership, and he still hammers me for it now. He's a different gear. Oh, he was, he was, one, he was like that Tarabta. I know it's League One and stuff, but he was that type of like. So I remember that Sunderland game, and obviously that game really sticks out for me. But I just remember one player just absolutely taking the game by the scruff of the neck and just saying, "Right, a bit of a Grealish type, you know, like yeah. in this in the school with his mates." That was Brighton and Bakari. That was that was awful. Oh, he was just unreal. He was a good player. He was a very good player. <laughs> I know. I know. Obviously, yeah. But his attitude hasn't been great, has it since? But I you just know, can't. He, I can't believe he's let himself go to India and just kind of, with all due respect to the Indian league, like, come on, mate. You know, with your with his talent, he should be playing top half championship as a minimum. Minimum, yeah. yeah. A minimum. And was that summer? Uh, talk of that. Talk of that summer. Is actually buying him and getting him in permanently. You, we, I think we were all like everyone was checking Twitter, like go, you know, announce bright, announce bright, and all that, which is understandable because for every city fan, if every, every city fan must have just been thinking, what is this player? What is he doing with this? Like he just I, was unreal. I was fuming with him. I, I met him at the awards that season, and I goes, "Oh mate, you're staying." He said to me, "Because I'm staying." I go, "What you promised me?" Because yeah, I've signed already. Oh. I've seen Robbins after. I goes, yeah, I just spoke to Bright. He said he's signed. Robbins goes, he ain't signed at all. So I didn't know who to believe. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, obviously, Robbins was right. Robbins he? is he like... didn't sign. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah, unreal. Mate, so let, let's not get into footballers lying. Marlon King lied to our faces. Marlon King? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Marlon King giving it the, oh, don't worry. I've got a verbal agreement. I'm signing next season. Next thing you know is at St Andrews with a fucking blue shirt. <laughs> What was going on there? I tell he you, was quality as well. He's another it? good one outside the Premiership in terms of quality. Yeah. He was different. Finish, his finishing. I'll tell you what. If we have a Marlon King in our team this season, we're twelve on your table easily. Yeah, yeah. Or we need that bit, that bit of class. I don't think Biami's done too badly though. It's just he's. He's, he's trying his hard, isn't he? He's, tr- he's trying, yeah, he's the trying so is, hard. It's feeding off scraps as well. Do you know what I mean? You, you can only do so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, even like Tyler, even I know the run about Tyler Walker being like you know in training, 
on Saturday or Friday this week that's gone. Um, but is he going to make that much of a difference? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's. Mate, I've said this. I, I, I'm not having him. I don't think he. I don't think he fancies it. Nah, I've seen a few tweets saying that. To be fair, I, I think he's alright. I do. He just. Yeah. He just yeah. He took a goal against Watford really well, didn't he? That yeah, that yeah. was a quality finish, but I don't think he's lived up to the expectations. I thought, I think we all thought that he would. Like, really, I the think only, if there's one. The only game, I think, Godden, the, really. the only, the only game I think that Walker's come to the table is the Rotherham game. Him and Max. Yeah. Um, where we yeah. had that foul in the first half, where I thought we were unplayable. Um, mm. But yeah. I, I don't know. We need someone to come back anyway because, you, you know, Backer got that bad whack. I don't think he's an out-and-out striker at this level. Back, uh, no. Max is trying. Victor, the new lad, I'm not going to, I'm going to butcher his surname, so I'm going to try it. He, he, yeah. he looked keen. Um, I don't think we've seen enough of him through the middle to kind of make any sort of judgment. Um, yeah. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing Tyler. He, he gives a different option as well. That, you know, Victor is a big lad, isn't he? He's quite leggy. He's... Oh, he's not a target man, he's not. Yeah, it seems he's, he's playing him out of position as well. Though he's playing him out on like the left, isn't he? Strongly like, played him as well, weren't it? Yeah, that's the thing. Obviously, when we signed him, there's fans tweeting he's not scored for twelve games, but he's been he's been playing right wing. He's a fucking striker. Yeah. So you, you can't judge a player playing out of position. Yeah, um, and for me, like for me, I think I think if we can address that nine situation, get Godden fit. I think we need him now. Like it's literally it's these next few games, these next block of games we've got vital that we need a striker 100% need a striker and then after that I think we've got then it's like the, the cup finals I've seen someone point to it yeah we've got a lot of like, like, and that yeah yeah like you just got it you just think then we we need we need Godden back just but, firing on all cylinders it's interesting to, to get your, both your points of view on this I've tweeted about it before I like Godden but I don't think his championship quality I think his movement it's, it's slow but his movement makes up for it but I don't. Yeah. I think even if he's fit for the whole season, I don't think he scores ten goals in the championship. I just don't think he's good enough for this for this level. I think he is. I think he, I think he is. is. I think he is. His movement I, for me is. I think, is I think he's class. Yeah, I, I think I think what would probably sum it up is those chances that O'Hare's had. Like, I think the, the first maybe first seven eight games. The difference in quality if you have Godden in those situations, he'd bury him nine times out of ten. To, yeah. to I mean, be honest, he's still though, a top goal scorer, isn't he? The, the, the chances O'Hare had, I think you'd have buried him at Waterford, mate. I don't know how he. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, he, yeah. I don't know what the thing is with O'Hare. I think he's been our best. I, I think he's up there with being our best player. Obviously, he's, he's he is. Um, I tweeted about it just Saturday. Just that he's always on the half turn. He's always looking to play in between the lines and. Like I think he's naturally opposition defenses are drawn towards someone like that because he is in that Grealish mould. He is yeah. it's low centre gravity, always looking to play, works yeah. really hard. But if he puts goals to his game, it, he's he's an exceptional championship player. My, my only criticism yeah. of him, which is too, and I, I do think he's class. He's finishing, but sometimes I think he runs down blind blind alleys. He just he runs yeah. into nothing. You think, yeah, well, maybe he's going nowhere. Yeah, but is, yeah. Is, is that being a young lad and being a bit inexperienced? Yeah. There is that, but then also Dabo is Dabo. I think I don't think McCallum's had a great season so far, but I don't say that Dabo Dabo's kind of got O'Hare out of jail a few times because he's actually offered him that sort yeah. of option down the line or on the wing. Mm. He bombs on so much, doesn't he? So good at that Dabo, like passing him to feet and 
so he's been so good here. Just before we moved on, you mentioned McCallum, uh, and I've been quite vocal of this. I don't think we should have let Ryan Giles go. I know, I know, I know, he, he was let go because he weren't playing. But for me, I'll play him every week. Yeah, well, it just it proves the proof is that he's scoring goals for Rotherham. Like, and yeah. he's playing. He's the proof. Like, he scored two now. Yeah, he scored two, two and two. I think. Yeah, yeah pretty sure two and two. And, and, and one of them's off the bench, so you can't be doing too bad. We've started mentioning other, other clubs there. Obviously, we've touched on your original love for United. Uh, any other clubs you've got a bit of a soft spot for? Yes, yeah, it's got to be Celtic, in it, to be fair. Get up yeah. there, the boys. <laughs> yeah, it's got, it's got to be Celtic. I know Neil didn't have a nap, but Dave, yeah, all day. Celtic, um, Celtic, Cobb. Well, obviously, Cobb, Celtic, United for me. They're, they're, they're the, uh, naturally, for me, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, 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 even... Think- even I, this I season, thought, mate, like it's been yeah. so bad, hasn't it? Uh, oh, mate, I, I think Lennon's got to go, man. His time's up. It is, yeah. Let's say they got rid of um, Lowell and, and rightly so as well. They need to, they need to get a new manager in. They've been crying out for a new manager, and they sort of talk of Benitez and talk I, of. I, I, I'd um, love to see Roy Keane in there, Robert. I'd love to see Keane uh, get the job. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like someone like that. Someone's like, a genuine passion for the club. Yeah needs to go into a, t- a team like that and actually shake him up. And I just think Lennon's been there for too long. He's in that sort of comfortable phrase, really. I it's, don't think it, he's really... It's the going back thing that gets me. It very rarely works. I found if he had a good, good what, two, yeah. was it two seasons when he got back one season? Yeah. Like, but he came back and kind of just took what Rodgers had done. He's yeah. not... Like, he, I don't think he's... I, I don't follow this out it much, so I can't talk too educated but I don't think he put too much of a stamp on that side he just kind of picked up what Rodgers had done and said right this has won seven titles or whatever it was let's keep going with it and now some of those players have moved on like Jack Harrison was up there and obviously he's moved on Patrick Roberts uh, has moved on Dembele left Uh, your manager's gone to Marseille you know you've got some of these players that have moved on a little bit from, from, from the time that was under Rodgers Scott Sinclair moved down to Preston I don't yeah. know what I don't know what Lennon's kind of brought in. I, to be fair, no, I'm not sure. Um, I think he's lost the respect. He's obviously lost the respect of the fans there. Uh, clearly, lost the, the the respect of the change room as well. I think that Turnbull's been Celtic's best player, um, but then even him, he's playing him out of position. He's playing him as a sort of a holding midfielder rather than as an, one of the attacking midfielders. Which I think, from what I've seen in Scottish football, he's actually been Celtic's best player. I know that Sorrow's been quite good as well, yeah. but it's just, it's just, I just feel like when your time's up, your time's up and he's just trying, he's just dragging his heels, I think, Lennon, and you need to get somebody in to, to drastically improve it. I know it's 10 in a row was obviously the the goal for this season. That, that, that's the, what's, gone it's gone. Yeah, Gerrard oh. is completely, he's just, he, someone like Steven Gerrard has gone into Rangers and completely revolutionised how they're playing. Um, the backroom staff that he's brought in, Gary McAllister, we were on, yeah. on, on yeah. his praises. Like, just they just seem unbeatable at the minute. I know they they drew to Hamilton at the weekend, but I think that was a one-off, really. Uh, like, I, said this, I said think this, all Alex, season they've been class. Alex Craig on the podcast, he's, he's got a connection with Rangers, and I said as much as it hurts me to say it, the, the football that they're playing in the Gerard is it is a joy Mate, to watch it been, in, the, the, in Europe as well. They're doing well in Europe. They are. That's the difference. And that I, I, I think one of the questions he sent across was. Um, an unpopular opinion, and I don't think we'll probably get but, but, to that. We'll we'll, we'll, that later. Yeah, we're on that in a couple of yeah. minutes. The, the um, next question is: um, what, What's the best ground you've been to? Is it Celtic Park? Wembley, Wembley for me. Wembley. Yeah, yeah. I've not. No, I've, Wembley. I think just the 
twice the like two occasions been there obviously for both Coventry City related I think was just what two absolutely amazing days go first one obviously the checker trade going there with a squad which was just like I think the, depths, the depths of pure like Russell Slade just like you know uh, don't say that name <laughs> just so Can you know I just remember I went obviously went with my uncle Darren um, who'll be listening as well he, he loves the podcast um, and, and with my granddad as well he's not too well he, we went and my, my dad and my, my brothers and stuff and it was just the first time where I was like it's just really quite emotional about it. It was just like yeah. this: we're we're a massive, oh, mate, old, massive I'll city. Try, okay. We've finally won. It. I know it's only the trekker trade, but it was just the occasion, weren't it? It was just amazing, absolutely I, brilliant. I, I, I cried when the team came out to warm up. I thought I've waited my whole life for this, and like, I couldn't just yeah. it before a ball was yeah. kicked. I was in tears, man. Exactly. <laughs> and then I, even, I went to the final whistle, yeah. but I cried at the final whistle. <laughs> yeah, even though the whole build it was about eighty-seven and around eighty-seven. Yeah, and, you John know, obviously, my dad was like, didn't he? Yeah. That's it, yeah. Like in, it was all about oh, 87, what a day. And it, he always like obviously reminds me of it, my dad. But yeah, I think that was the first time where I was like, flipping heck, like Coventry City, a small league too. Coventry City are in like the Checker Trade Trinal. There's, there's no problem. We're at Wembley and there's 40,000 of us. Like, what is going on? I remember at one point, just didn't even look at the game. I just turned around and just looked around. I was by the corner flag. Um, yeah. George Thomas, the side he scored. Yeah. Uh, so it was the other end of the, the ground when uh, Biggie scored. But I was on the left-hand side, so behind the goal, left corner flag. And I did, I yeah. just remember just looking, just turning around and just looking up and just thinking. Just amazing. This is my club. This is this is what we're capable of. And what I wanted at the time was just for a perspective owner to be sat on TV going, Super. we want that. Yeah, you know? that's it. I think it was the days of like Fisher and it was just a bit like hostility, weren't there really? You weren't... Yeah. You know, sort of, Sapala was still around and just a bit tainted, weren't it? But I think um, that day really was the turning point. As and I think um, Robbins has always said that, hasn't he? Like that first sort of checker trade win, Wembley, seeing what we're all about. That was the the catalyst really for what we've gone on to I, do. I think that it, obviously the season after that we come back up in League Two. But I think well, when Robbins signed players for the League Two season, I think he showed him that video of Wembley and goes, "Look, this is the club you're joining. This is what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, this is what you can join." And I think and it this is it, like yeah. A lot, I remember because it was Oxford, weren't it? Yeah. Um, just looking over at them, I was thinking they must be looking over the opposite side of Wembley, thinking, "What is going on here? Why are they where they are? What <laughs> yeah. has happened? Like, why are they? Do you know, like, what is what is going on?" And it was just oh, just what a day. Even even better than that, when you look at the League Two final and you look at the fact that you know Exeter brought about six men and a dog. Yeah. Uh, Compared yeah. to what we had, and like me and David yeah. spoke to Robbie Simpson a couple of weeks ago, that podcast would, would have been out by the time you guys hear this. And, and he yeah. he was on the bench set that day, obviously an ex commentary man, and he says that blew him away. Just looking and seeing that wall of sky blue, like that kind of put them one 0 down before the game started. Yeah, hundred percent, one hundred percent, just and just unreal. And like even when obviously we won it, and like. I was just steam, absolutely steamboated, like just on the way back in the coach, and like I think the coach, I think it was a, it was a really hot day. I think. Yeah, I got. Oh, and it was just like I remember the coach didn't have the aircon, and we were like, because we got a coach from the hub, and um, like they'd they'd put a, they'd put a coach on and stuff. And we were on our way back, and it were like, I think the aircon had the aircon had packed in, and we went back to the hub then, and we were 
having just having a, just loads of rake of beer and stuff like and it was just what a day I remember my mum come in to like pick I think a few of us were on the karaoke at like you know <laughs> what's going on here like in the hub like you know like what is going on um but yeah like what a day what a day just unreal uh, and then as I say like the Robins when Robin said I think he was being interviewed again another Robins thing when he was like uh, god imagine what it's going to be like when we get promoted like to the championship or something like that weren't it it's just like <laughs> yeah. a bit of a fucking amazing. pandemic typical city the first typical time we win a league in my lifetime we can't go out and celebrate it oh mate i know just try, just gra- just literally like grasping at straws like getting the crates in the car and just being at home just i was, I was, I was in my kitchen on my own drinking um guinness just like listening to cough songs i think i should be out of town here what's going on yeah yeah just unreal weren't it just I mean, I think we when that day comes, we're going to have to, yeah, we're going to have to do something, aren't we? Just, oh, just yeah, get on it. Definitely. 100%. definitely. Now, I've got to turn the mood a bit sour because we've come to our right. trademark question. Your, oh, un- your unpopular opinion. And news, the thing is, I know you're a lovely lad, so you won't have liked doing this. No. Uh, well, it's, it's a bit, I was thinking about, I was racking my brains because obviously you sent the question for him. I was thinking, right, unpopular opinion. Now, I'll use both, I think, who was the Steven Gerrard one? Me. Is that you, Dave? Yeah. Oh, Dave, that, that is very, I've got to say, that is a hugely popular. Mate, I've been hammered. Don't sit right with me. Richard Shaw battered me for it the other night, man. He Richard Shaw battered me. <laughs> Did he? Rightfully yeah. so as well, Shaw. Yeah, yeah big Shawsy. Um, yeah, mate, Steven Gerrard, I think for me, was best midfielder. I just, I, I don't know what, I, I hate Liverpool so much, I cannot stand them. So it's just kind of from that as well, I think. I'm, I'm not an England fan either, so I just think I've got no That's day true. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But for yeah, for me, it's um, you know, that Celtic and Rangers currently would compete comfortably in the Premier League. No, not a chance, oh. mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah I think. Mate, would. genuinely, I, I don't think they'd win the championship. I don't think they'd make the playoffs. Yeah. See, I, I, I think they'd be like a Preston. Mid-table. I think they'd be in the Premier League and I think they'd be competing. I do. I, 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 I agree to a degree. I think if they were there for three or four years with the attendances and the money behind them, I think yeah. I think they would they would end up making the yeah. top four because they're massive clubs, the, the both of them. But I think yeah. if you put them in there next season, I think they both get relegated. Yeah. It, what in the prem relegated? Yeah. I I, I think I, I just that's, think that's a strong chances. Obviously, I, I love Celtic, but I think how they've performed in Europe, both of them. I think the man obviously. Maybe obviously Rangers more than South, but Gerard at the helm, he's got them playing. Like you you're looking at Edward, who could probably who could walk into any Premier League side. I, you I look at um, Morelos, you look at Kent, you look at these types of players, I think they're premiership quality. I do. I do. Yeah. Goldson, I uh, these are these are good players. These are good players. I'm thinking they they could. You look at West Brom. Yeah, that's a, to be fair. If you look Burnley. at that comparison, I'll give you that. Um, I, I do think though, when, when this episode goes out, you'll be one of the first guests where people have said that's a genuine, unpopular opinion. Because um, yeah, that, that is a bit. See, for me personally, as Dave touched on, I reckon if they come in, they should start at League Two. In my in my my view, I, I yeah, think it's unfair on. I, um, I heard you say on the. I think I heard you say with um, with Moz that uh, you hate Scottish football. Scottish football is like not even conference level or something. Did he? I thought I, stayed, I, thought I heard you say that. I was thinking. Apart like, from apart from know. those two, apart from those, two, there's nothing. 
I, like, I think they I'm get not, a bad rep. I do. I do. I think Scottish football gets a bad uh, gets a bad rep. Look, I, I don't know. I sound a bit harsh because I can't play. I'm I'm terrible footballer. But yeah, all right, John. Especially for Green Bay. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I don't. You look at the, you look at the standard of play up there, and you just think. No, no one wants to watch Air versus Kilmarnock, do they? But if you're an Eric Kilmarnock fan, you do, don't you? So yeah, yeah true. But I, I don't know. For me, I, I'm not having it. Um, but I agree. I, I, I agree with the sentiment that within yeah. five years that they're a they're a mainstay in the Premier League purely because of the fan within base, the fan bases, and the European history behind them as well. I think they could probably compete. I, I just think now. I've looked at like the current squads and stuff, and I think, oh, I think they could probably, I think they could, I think they yeah. could do it. But yeah, that's it'll be interesting if it ever happens because it, it's been spoken about before. Like, I would like to see them both come down to the English leagues, to be honest, and it, it makes t- it makes it better for the teams in Scotland as well. For your Hearts, yeah. your Hibs, your Aberdeen, see if they can actually win a title. But yeah, whether it ever happens is a different story. That's mm. it. That's it. Yeah. Right, Sorry, I, I think. <laughs> no, mate, that's what we're looking at. But I think we've got to the nitty gritty now. I think we've got to the bit where we come back in a minute and we speak about Nuges all time. City 11. You are listening to What's the Crack? Welcome back to part three of What's the Crack podcast. Uh, me and David are still here with Colin. Um, and we've got to the nitty gritty. We've got to the bit that everyone loves to listen to and comment on and tweet about and all the rest of it. Your all-time City best 11. Um, Are we going old school, Nuge? Are we going old school? Are we going 4-4-2, are we? Do you know what we're going with, lads? We're going with a... uh, We're going with a 4-4-2, yeah, but we're going with a... We're going for a diamond in the field. Oh, nice. Yeah, I thought I'd mix mix up a bit. Again, I've been thinking today. I was thinking, right, how are we going to do it? So, um, so I've got Westwood in goal. Standard shout, good, good keeper. Is, is that just because because you're Irish? It's not because I'm Irish, Neil. No, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it, it's it, I just I just remember Kieran Westwood at the Rico, just like absolutely unreal. Some of the saves he made and stuff. He was a shot like, stopping. He was frightening. Yeah, shot stopping. He was and different, different level. He had that that kick right, which. I love it when keepers do, and you would have seen Dingle do this. Uh, our main dude, that little side volley, sort of. I don't yeah. know how they do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they do it. Oh, it, yeah. it looked fast when they do it, but Westwood used to do that and hit the edge of their box. I just, yeah. I, I don't he's know he's how. Just, he's not that big, is he? I don't think he's that tall, is no, he? No, not really. I don't know, but but yeah, quality. He, he was. I remember just at the Rico and. Um, yeah, like it just yeah, it just blew my mind with some of the saves he made for for the city. And like, I could obviously remember like Headman and like more for me it was like Hildegard. Like remember more. I remember Hildegard, Hildegard yeah. like, like Hildegard is Scott Shearer. Scott Shearer. <laughs> yeah. I think we even had Andy Gorham in, didn't we? On loan. Yeah, so, Andy Gorham at one Big point. Gorham, yeah. Tim yeah. Flowers just like, as well, didn't it? <laughs> Tim Flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of with kids. We've had some. Yeah, we've had we've had some. Um, De Beck, bless him. Yeah, De Beck. He passed away, didn't he? Full up on loan. Uh, Peggy, I think. Full up that passed away. I think it was full up that passed away, wasn't it? Yeah, not De Beck. Yeah. Yeah, we had Peggy, I think, at one point. One of the best names in 
on the best ends of football. Gary yeah, um, yeah. Montgomery was there for a bit, weren't it? Gary Montgomery, yeah. Luke Steele, a uh, former guest on the show, uh, Steve Bywater was in for a little big, bit. Big Bad Burge. As well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. mate, you, you were spoiled for choice notes. I'll tell you what, yeah. I think West West Westwood just pips him to the posts. Yeah, yeah in goal. Right back. So right back. So um yeah, like I've I've gone with a Richard Richard Keogh, so I've gone with a bit of an Irish connection there as well. I've gone Jeez. big rich, right back. The Irish ain't it. Come on, you boys in green. <laughs> come on, you boys. Hashtag come on, you boys in green. I, I've just gone I've gone Richard Keogh, lads, just because Again, like even at like the Rico and stuff, he was the first player I thought he's got a bit about him. Like, and I think he came from Carlisle. He did. Him, um, him and Westwood won, came from Carlisle. Yeah, Westwood come from yeah. Carlisle as well. And I think he won like player of the year, like every year he was there. Like, and I thought, just even I think he had these F50s on right back. I'm thinking, God, he's got right into the tackle. He was brave, good going to be forward. Fair, just he, he, he was defender. To be fair, and uh, David, yeah. I know you, I know you've mentioned about watching for Ireland a few times. I, I, I um, he does a job for Ireland as well. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he, sometimes he can like he's, he gets um, he gets pulled up, doesn't he? Sometimes like he got, obviously the uh, the derby um, playoff final, he got caught, he got caught, didn't he? For the, and he got a bit of stick for that, but and he obviously got stick for what happened at derby, or that whole carry on there with mm. drink driving and all that. But I think yeah, I think for me, Richard Keogh was superb in a, in a city shirt. Watching I, him. I'm guessing in centre back, one of them is Gary Breen, ain't it? <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what Breen was? I was I was toying with Breen, but I've not gone Gary Breen. I've gone Big Mo, just Big to annoy Mo. Neil. No, I'm not. <laughs> I've gone Big Mo because he's just a hero for me. I love Big Mo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, people may not have seen this, but Nuge give me a bit of stick because I've said that I'm not a massive. Oh, fan. I, I don't see the the the, the love for Big Mo. He played with his heart on his sleeve. I'll give him that. And I said to Nooch on Twitter, it was in the public domain, if you don't pick Big Mo, I'm going to have you. So I don't know if it's peer pressure or the fact he actually feels it. Nah, mate. First name on the sheet, Big Mo. I just just like the the, 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 the Morosi mask, you know, like the, yeah. just, he had it on. And he, he, again, like, as I said to you, as I think on Twitter, he, um, to me, he was like the first centre-half that actually could play as well. Like he could actually, I, I, I know you're like, mm, but I, I, I genuinely already. I, obviously, <laughs> he is, can't, isn't he? can't see him, but he ain't happy. <laughs> yeah, he is not happy. I, I, I thought he could play. I did. I thought he could. He, I some like some of these runs he was doing. I was thinking, like, yeah, big yeah. note quality, and he just come across really, really well. He's a bit of a people person as well. Those, was, yeah. those runs he was going on, that was him chasing his touch. <laughs> Shocking, mate. That's that's just that's just that. Nah, not having that. It's like, it's like Robbie uh, Chamber. <laughs> your next Robbie Chamber. Uh, Scott Dan, gone yeah, Scott Dan outside Mo Cognac. Um, again, that, just clean sweep. Oh yeah, clean sweep, mate. We both had Scott Dan in our all time. I love him. Go on then, boys. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, who do you? I think just footballing wise, Scott Dan. He was just rolls over to any quality. Yeah, he, he, he made the game look effortless as a centre half. He was strong yeah. as an ox, won everything. You know, and like you say, he could play a bit. Um, and it's no. Um, it's no surprise you went on a great career. Yeah, like even just that Newcastle game, weren't it? You know, the header, sort of last minute, Rico, yeah. and that, just like just a, just presence in both boxes. I thought quality, and then obviously the the lad that we got in alongside him in my all time eleven, Danny Fox. Yeah, yeah both all awesome lads. Yeah, so just again quality, weren't he? And I think as he's got on 
as well. He started in at centre half and he left sided centre half. Yeah. So he's yeah. he's got a good footballing brain, and he good footballer. He, he went up to Celtic as well, didn't he? he did. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, Forest and Sheffield Wednesday back down to the Championship. I think he's gone over to Burnley. Yeah, he was at Burnley at some point as well. There's a strange thing with Danny Fox. I always thought he was really outgoing in that. We tried to get him on here. He's the shyest person in the world. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Talk to anyone, mate. Proper choice. I'd never thought that about him. He's a scouser, isn't he? Is he a scouser? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I thought he'd be full of himself, but he don't want it, mate. He's proper choice. That's quality. Yeah. We'll work on that. Yeah, you'll, you'll sort him out, Neil. Just get, get him on. I'll, we'll tell him he's made your all-time 11, mate, and he'll be all over it. Oh, yeah. Then it'll be straight on. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so, lads, I've got, as holding, as a, obviously the diamond, so holding midfielder, I've got Mickey Doyle. As a, as a whole new yeah. I Clean sweet. I had, I had Doyle as captain in mine. Doyle as captain. I didn't have Doyle. I didn't have Doyle. Yeah. Um, but shock the two Irish boys have said. That's exactly it. For me, yeah. mate, it was purely for the League 2 season. He dragged us yeah, on his yeah. own to promotion. Just that, just that league, yeah. That playoff final uh, performance as well. How good was he? You know, like with the the salt water, you know, that, yeah. that interview after the game, you know, like getting, getting the hydration in and all that. Yeah, quality, mate, he was, Mickey Doyle. They even uh, that goal he scored. Remember that goal he scored from like, yeah, touchline, just, weren't it? Just start touching against Wickham, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah. Quality and, and that. This is, I know we keep touching on this, but we've recorded with a few pros that will have come out by the time this video is out. So you'll hear exactly what they say about Mickey Doyle and they all say, at the front of the running, he was fit as anything. He was a just rap athlete, yeah, professional yeah, athlete. He's, yeah. he's the player you want in your side, not against you. Yeah, although, yeah. although not in five sides in training because he just moans at you uh, if he's on your side. And Rob Page as well. The old Rob Page. Yeah, that one's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. To, to be fair, we've spoken about that with a few with a few ex players, mate. And um, the best thing to come out of it was that Doyle got a brand new set of teeth out of it. So I think. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was Kev Coyle as well. I think Kev, Kev Coyle brought it up, didn't he? And the uh, the open goal one was so very like mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. I, I turned that he off. Said, he said like it's like cut off big time, didn't he? So I just yeah, so, he don't I, like the fans at all, does he? Because we slagged him off. That's why yeah. I earn it. So um, so yeah, so I've got Doyle in. So in alongside Doyle, uh, so I've got Doyle holding, and then on the right on the right side, I've got uh, Hadji. Ciao. Got Mustafa Hadji in there, and then on the left side, I've got Gary Mack. Who's captain? Gary Mack on the left. Yeah, just got him sort of on the, just alongside Fox. Just obviously, like you know, just in around there, like just sort of floating that left hand side, McAllister. Get Gary Mack to clean sweep as well. Yeah, clean sweep with Gary Mack. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And then, um, so like the front. So then, obviously, the, the tip of the diamond. I got uh, Madison. James Madison. I have, yeah. No, I'm out of here, a bit. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it was his Insta picture that took, that picked it for me. That's why I picked him. <laughs> yeah, I've got him in there because, like, my mate said as well, like, oh, Madison at the time that you at the city weren't he obviously weren't at his peak and stuff, but you could still tell that he was gifted as a footballer. I, I don't know how you, you told know, that because he spent half his career at Cov on the floor, didn't he? When he got a little touch. Yeah, in and around the free, so he yeah. take a free kick, weren't it? But then I was thinking between him and him, him and Liam Kelly. I was thinking maybe between them two. Um, I've gone, I've gone Madison. See, the argument I've, I've had this on Twitter a couple of times recently um, is that I don't think he did anything in a city shirt that makes you think he'd be where he is now. Having said that, as an England fan, 
him and Jack Grealish are two of the first names on the team sheet for me at the minute. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, Foden. Yeah. Yeah. When you look, you look at that Grealish. midfield, Foden, yeah. Grealish, Mount, Royce, Madison. That's, that's what I, was say. I think at the minute, Weeks. Mason Mount's gone under the radar. Mason Mount's a player, man. He is, yeah. He's popping up in the box all the time, and he's scoring goals. He's got yeah, any goals to his game. All his the time. goal last night from when Werner put it in, good finish again last night for Chelsea. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah quite um, so I'm looking forward to the Euros, but put it that way. I, I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have Jeff Hendrick and uh, we got Glenn, Glenn Whelan will be yeah. around it as well, won't he? The evergreen um, Glenn Whelan. That's it, mate. Oh, well, well, it's chewing gum. He's always chewing gum, isn't he, Glenn Whelan? <laughs> well, where's Hulham back at the age of 42? <laughs> yeah, the Messi, Messi Hulham. <laughs> um, Wessie Hulham, that's it, isn't it? Um, up front, we've got Dion, big Dion. Lovely. Uh, Clean sweep. Gary Matt. Clean sweep. Yeah, just big Dion, just different gravy, um, and then Gary Mack. Oh, so gone with the little little and large combo. No, I like that. That's a shout. So a bit, bit bit different. I thought of like obviously, you know, you McNulty's for what he'd done in that League Two season, and we've had some, we've had we've had a lot of rubbish. I'll tell you what, mate, I'm surprised Robbie Keane's not in there. Robbie Keane is in and around it, but just just Kovkid and he McSheffrey. I just thought yeah. I'd get him in there. Uh, Wilson, good player as well. Like, good shout, Callum. But I, I think I think, you've got look, I think you've got to look at what Gary did over you know a few seasons. That's it. Uh, the, the kind of, he's still got that affiliation to us as well, isn't he? I think he's, I, he's I, just said, always... I said to, to Neil when he when he went to Birmingham, he mastered that left hand role, and then he come back and yeah. he was unplayable when he was left winger when he come back from Blues. Yeah. yeah, he was quality, and he's just all for us, isn't he? I think he's just one of those players where he, like even on the. Like the pundit side and all of that, he's always like cough, 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 cough. You know, on Twitter mm-hmm. and all of that. I, 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 I listened to, to him on, an, on another commentary podcast. I ain't going to mention who they are, but um, he, he come across really well on there. To be fair, yeah, Did he? yeah, yeah, yeah he really good. Yeah, I, I know which one you're on about. I imagine it neither. Um, <laughs> Pod wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, you mentioned McCann has got the armband. Who's, who's in the dugout, mate? I'm going to have to have Robbie Keane in there. Um, I've not actually got a dugout. <laughs> Caught me off guard a bit. Yeah, yeah, who's your manager? Oh, me, me manager? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say subs. Um, so my manager's, yeah, Mark Robbins. Yeah. Mark Robbins all day. Yeah, that's that's a given. Just unbelievable, oh, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Last question for me from a personal point of view. Just a quick one. Five aside, best five Irish players of all time. Oh, that's quality, that. Going to have to go, going to have to go Shea given in goal. Yeah, big Shea. Um, then I'll go Richard Dunn as a, as a centre-half over, over, over Paul McGrath Paul McGrath as well yeah I love Paul McGrath so oh, two, two centre-halves yeah. Paul McGrath's there uh, Roy Keane obviously legend uh, Robbie got, Keane obviously up top yeah. yeah that's your lot that's right. that's your lot of one more yeah we'll, Robbie, go two, Irish? We'll, we'll go six aside so you can have your two defenders your midfielder and two strikers Okay, it's got to be Glenn Whelan then. <laughs> Jason McAteer. <laughs> you struggle to think, don't you? Yeah, yeah, probably so, Mickey, we'll, bring, we'll bring Mickey Doyle back. Get Mickey Doyle in there. Yeah, Doyle, yeah. For me, I, I agree with the team. I've got to have McLean in there, though, just for the legend that he is, James McLean. Got that just a bit of heart, is he? Yeah. That's what you need. Like. Imagine I, that. I know he gets in trouble. But Roy yeah. Keane, James McLean, you ain't losing many games with them fighting for you, are you? I'll tell you what, mate, that's so, what you need. A bit of passion. See, yeah. as a Lindon fan picking that, I've, I've got to agree with your given McGrath shouts Damien Duff's got to be 
give him a shout at that. Damien Duff's a Damien good Damien Duff was good, yeah. But then you look at the likes of like Ian Hart, though like, you know, that Ian Hart he was so Ian Hart was quality. Like smart mm. player he was. Another one, um, Niall Quinn. Niall Quinn. Yeah. So good. Or, you know, everyone knows that thoroughbred Irish lad, Clinton Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tony yeah, Clinton. Good look, yeah. good look in the Euros, mate, when you, you get you get dumped out by Croatia and Scotland, where else you got to play? <laughs> That's a nice arm. Yeah. Yeah. Colin, um, it's been a pleasure, mate. No, lads, it's been, honestly, just, I think, just like final note, really, for me, it's just, yeah, it's been absolutely class catching up with both of you. Uh, and then what you're doing, obviously, with... Um, with with this work is is just unreal. I think on a, from a mental health side and everyone's struggling, aren't they? I think just popping yours on when I've been going out for a run or just little bits and bobs. Thing, what you're doing is it's really really good. Um, just keep it going and big thank you, really. Massively appreciate that, mate. Appreciate that, Nuj, mate. Like you know, I've said you're a mate of mine, so obviously. I, I love you and I wanted you to come on and I knew you'd be a good laugh and you give Dave that little bit of an Irish rub he hasn't had one That's yet so. time, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 had to, we, we had to give him something someone's um, got to exactly good. that uh, anyone who wants to follow Colin can find him on Twitter under, uh, at uh, newg underscore four um, yeah. where you'll find him talking about lots of stuff in all, in all of, honesty lots of nonsense lots of rubbish <laughs> Lots of rubbish, but yeah. If anyone, as I say, like I know this is going out, but if anyone's struggling or needs, um, just needs to have a chat or just yeah, just DMs always open and phones Same always there. Just happy to have a chat with any of anybody they're struggling. Nah, love that, Nuj. Really appreciate that, mate. Stay in touch with me as well, Nuj, about all in that man. It's been good to meet you. Definitely, up. Dave. No, we will now for sure, hundred percent. Just let let us know if you need anything, lads. Nice no, really, really appreciate that. Really appreciate that, Nuj. Take care, mate. Take it easy. Cheers, boys. What's the Crack Podcast? Proudly sponsored by JMR Property Maintenance. From rewires to extension builds, JMR have it covered. Contact them today for a free, no obligations quote.